Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Imperial Battleship! Halt! The flow of time! They found one damn survivor, but his brain seems to be thoroughly damaged. Stella. Hmm? Simon. Hmm? Ah, Stella. Hmm? Simon. Mm. That's so. By sunset, I'll be the new emperor, and I will be the master of the whole universe. Take my revenge. Kill him. We've just survived an attack on the most powerful weapon in the entire galaxy. We have. Soon I will join you as your Prince of Darkness. <laughs> I am out of control! I am out of control! Look! What is it? It must be the cat's weapon! Ah! My head! All that will be left of this planet will be ashes and cosmic dust. Forever. Then, you will be among the dead. An unknown planet named... Eurekis. Well, shall we begin our search? Sounds like a real garden spot. But you know what I say, I don't care. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna apologize in advance to everyone for uh, for being sick, but. We uh we're doing the show anyway. I'm persevering. You, you fuck. <laughs> How dare you? I don't I don't know anymore. 
which is I wanted so to earn our explicit language right there off the top there. Oh, good. Cool. <laughs> uh, we have a special guest with us. How you doing, Chris? Uh, hello. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great episode. Chris was just recently uh, rescued <laughs> from a from indentured servitude. He's a little tired. He's a little tired. <laughs> As he likes to put it, I work, man. Yes, we know you work. You're the one. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, we, we've, we've invited uh, um, Christopher uh, here to the show because he is one of the foremost experts on Star Crash the film. Can't you Craig tell? <laughs> he sounds wasted already. Right, Chris? First of all, no. Well, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, okay. It's that, it's that kind of certitude that made us bring him on as a, a special guest. <laughs> <clears throat> now, yeah, we're going to be talking about the Roger Corman uh, space epic uh, Star Crash from 1978. Yes. Now, uh, this film has been dubbed a complete ripoff of Star Wars, and so it should, because it is. Well, everything after ripoff. Star Wars was a complete ripoff of Star Wars, let's be fair. Well, just the time frame alone for when the movie was released. Mm. It was released one year after Star Wars was. Mm-hmm. You know, and after watching this film, and I always shit on Lucas for uh, trying to sue everyone, I kind of would agree with him. If I don't think he... Did he try and sue the, the makers of Star Crash? Because if he didn't, well, no, I think because he, I, he dropped the ball on that one. Usually when you sue somebody, you go after someone that's making money. So in this case, instead of going after a, a low-budget Roger Corman flick produced in Italy, he went after Battlestar Galactica. I see. That that was his main choice. I, yeah. I don't know what... I, if you took Roger Corman to the court over this film, I don't know how much money you'd get in the settlement, but I'm sure it's, it's, it's less than what he spends on Cappuccino in a week. Now, the budget on this film... <laughs> Sorry. $4 million. Four million? Yeah, well, yeah. That's not, that's not you know, chump change. That That's, I mean, what did Alien cost? I think Alien cost seven. And, and how much did it make? Uh, I, under a hundred million, but for the time, that was a lot. But that's a <laughs> lot of money. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm no, I'm just pointing out the budget. It had a decent budget. Really bad special effects. Star Wars had an now, $11 million budget. Roughly three, it, three times the size, but... I, I just, you know, you look at the special effects, $4 million, you think they could have done something a little better since they got a bunch of no-names, except for Christopher Plummer and David Hasselhoff, who wasn't even famous yet. Christopher Plummer, I can understand. The man's trying to act. He's given a shit script, literally steaming, and he still tried his best to act. The method actor that he is. I, I, I think he was only on set for one day, too, so <clears throat> it wasn't like he got depressed after a period of time. Yeah, they said they dumb. said they did all of his scenes in one day. Well, that's what you do when you have to pay real money for a real actor. You you, you limit the time. They also said uh, that John Barry, the guy who did the the score, who's an Academy Award winning composer, uh, they wouldn't show him the film for fear that he would uh, walk off and and <laughs> not do the the score anymore. I don't even think they showed craft service the film. It just he's a bonafide Oscar winner. He's done everything from um, uh, Spielberg stuff all the way to just... Uh, I mean, he did Lucas stuff, too. I, I just... bonafide Oscar-winning composer and 
Yeah, they wouldn't even now, wouldn't even show him the film. Now he's not the only Oscar winner in the show in the movie, of course. Christopher Plummer, he won Best Supporting, but he only did that two years ago. Who's calling me? Why is your phone on? This that's the other that's the other line. Is that you, Chris? No. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, it's not you? <laughs> I don't believe him. Answer it. <laughs> I think Mary I just be- answered it. It's a nine seven three number. <laughs> and that's absolutely North Jersey, you fuck. <laughs> It is not me. Oh, yeah, as he says with a smile. All right. Now, I, I, I have to object to you referring to the to the uh, effects in the film as special effects. <laughs> uh, because that denotes that there's something special about them, and there's really not. Ah. <clears throat> now, no, back to the Oscar uh, winners there. Plummer's not the only actor in this film to have been in an Oscar-winning film. Well, that's right, Joe Spinell. And You're talking about Joe Spinell. And he was in the Godfather films. Um, there was somebody else. Mar- Marjo Gortner, the guy that plays Acton. Oh, that guy. Oh, he yeah, was he was the main was subject in? of the 1972 fi- uh, film Marjo. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Now, now, here's a guy where if you you know if you've watched movies, you've seen him in uh, Food of the Gods. He was in Earthquake. You've right. seen him here and there. He's like this guy that pops up, and I never thought much of it. And you, but when you go into his background, he was a child. Uh, uh, what do you, not minister? Um, evangel- oh, evangelical. Yeah. At like the ages of three and four or four, and he uh, he started in the, the documentary that won the Oscar in '72. Uh, for best documentary, was them following him around, revealing the entire sham that was uh, the event and still is the Eastman. I do remember reading that. I mean, this guy was at the age of four. He was performing weddings and holding sermons. His parents had told him that he had been visited by God, and he like later he admitted it in his book and on the, in the documentary that his parents had pretty much lied to him and forced it on him by uh, doing fake drownings with him. To kind of to kind of uh, embed that false memory in his head. Really? Yeah, it's like it's, it's an amazing thing. And once he gave up the whole evangelical thing, he went into acting. So there's three bona fide Oscar winners in this, right? Or well, I mean, three I mean, people that have been in Oscar films, right? He didn't, you know. I'm sure Spinelli didn't get the Oscar for Godfather, but he was in them. No, he was in them, right? So, right. I, I, I prefer to think of him as, as the guy from Maniac. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, who, uh, the actress... Also, what's-her-face, uh, Carolyn Monroe was also in Maniac. And no. she, she's... Was she? And, yeah, she was a Maniac. She was, right? She, yeah, she's in some of my favorite... I mean, she was she's the only actress to ever uh, be a contract actress for Hammer Studios. She was in two of my favorite Hammer films ever. Uh, actually, I'm not sure if they're considered actually Hammer films. Uh, but uh, the adventures of Bear, uh, no, not the adventures of Bear Munchausen, the abominable Doctor Fives and Doctor Fives rises again. Oh, uh, okay. He's he's she's Mrs. Fives in the film. She's films. Mrs. Fives. Yeah, yeah and Victoria she was also, Regina Fives, uncredited. And she was also in Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, she's a Bond girl. Yeah, she's. 
she's got a lot of good shit on which, her. Which is interesting well. if you really think about it. Uh, John Barry, the guy that you know did the music, he did a lot of Bond movies, so maybe that's how he was kind of roped into it. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's a Bond girl. There's some ties in there, and uh, they said, "Come on on board. We got some people you're used to working with." And he said, "Okay, sure." And yeah, we're yeah. not going to show you the movie, by the way. And don't forget the Golden Voyage of Sinbad and Kronos, uh, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. Two oh, other God. 70s classics. I mean, she got around. There's actually a book. Oh, I, I'm going to take this moment to cut in and interrupt everything and say that we have our Amazon store is now live. Ah, that's and, right. And we'll, we'll, we will have a link to it on the website uh, very, very shortly. Yeah, uh, and when that, another, when another that, day or two. Right, and it is also, you can also access, uh, this, you will be able to access the store for the, through the blog as well. And when you go there, we have a section of uh, recommended reading books on film. And one of the books I have up there is a book, a collection of short stories based on the actor, uh, the character that she plays. Uh, this, it's called Curved Space, The Adventures of Stella Starr. Well, which was the American title of the film. Right. The Adventures so, but, of Stella Starr was the American right, title. Right. The, the book is called Curved Space, and it's... Uh, short stories that take her into other adventures to like like fan fiction basically. Oh, fan fiction, huh? Yeah. Any so of the good that's fan out fiction? there. <laughs> Pardon? Any of the good fan fiction? Not slash fiction, no. That's right, that's what it's called. I forget. That's what it's called slash. Get with it. Get with it. I'm get not as there. depraved as uh, everyone thinks I am. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I mean, on the one hand you can make fun of like the nobodies in the film, but on the other hand there are some major people. I mean, at the time at the time this came out, Marjo was well known. He was even he even had a uh, an album out, but it didn't do well. Obviously, right. Christopher Plummer. But I mean, when you watch David, this, if you you feel like you're watching something from the late '60s. Yeah, David Hasselhoff was up and coming. He didn't break. This was only I let's, think his second movie well, let's ever. Just say, let's just say he was up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about coming yet, but he was up. There you go. Now, oh, hang on, hang on. I think okay. we interrupt Chris. I think Chris had something to say. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I, I agree w uh, with everything you guys said so far. <laughs> well, we're glad that we're uh, checking in with you to make sure that we're getting it right. Oh, yeah. No problem. We should do okay, that more cool. often. Yeah. <laughs> now, there are so many things wrong with this movie. Well, uh, It's just astonishing. Well, tell just you what, continuity, everything from dialogue to continuity errors well, to just this shit can't happen. Well, let's before we get into that, tell you what, let's take a step back and let's okay. like like Chris, our resident expert on the movie, give the a summary of the film. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. How about it, Chris? You know, I was drunk all every time I watched it. Right? You what? Something happened to me. I was drunk every time I used to watch this movie, right? That's that's fine. Give us give us your uh, synopsis. All right. Well, let's see. There's these red balls killing everything in the galaxy, if I remember correctly. And you don't uh, carry on. There's uh, that one guy with the lightsaber and the curly hair looks like he's from uh, an American <laughs> hero. That's right. And that chick. Cowboy robot. L, right? Yeah. L. Then there's the emperor who could stop time. 
<laughs> and they like do a thing. Oh, was there Amazons in this thing too? Yes, there was. Yes, there are. Yes, Chris, there are Amazons. Correct. Oh, all right, and uh, it all it all works out. <laughs> all right. Speaking uh, of the Amazons, I'll jump right on on that and say uh, I loved when the Amazons ride up, and at that point, that scene when they they land on the uh, the, the beachhead. Uh, or the beach, and there's that crash ship, and then you see yeah. the horses riding towards them in the, in the distance. At that point, there's a 25% chance they're monkey men. <laughs> think that's what they were going for? That's 25%. not the... Uh... Go ahead. No, I'm saying 25% chance we've stumbled upon Planet of the Apes, or Corman's going to rip it off. But well, I guess he went the opposite. That's the thing. I mean, they, uh, they, they rip off Star Wars and Planet of the Apes, and just about every sci-fi action film that you know harry housen stuff i mean they ripped him off too it just, oh it's they just didn't so rip cr- him off they 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 fucked his legend <laughs> they, they fucked him in his they, ass they anally raped the, the legend man was still alive yeah. when they were when they were fucking him i bet you corman <laughs> actually invited him over and like roofied him as they were filming it and showed him i bet like, corman and, and just oh yeah yeah Showing him dailies while he takes him from behind. See this? See that, Ray? See? See? <laughs> what have you got no, to love, say? No, yeah, no. When the Amazons ride up, they're on. I guess what's supposed to be seahorses. But what they did was they had the horses and they painted the horses green and they put these huge masks over the horse heads. And you can tell in the brief moment that you see them that the horses are not happy. Oh, <laughs> with these and, you know, big masks on and let me tell you something you know this was an age where they could get away with shit like that i mean in beastmaster they killed that fucking tiger by painting him black mm-hmm. you know where you could still see the the stripes because it's not the, the stripes are part of the skin it's not the, the the fur so even if you spray paint a fucking siberian tiger you're still gonna see it and they killed that fucking tiger i wouldn't be surprised if they lost one or or even both of those horses I wouldn't be surprised if they lost an Amazon or two. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, but they don't go in for a close-up on those horses. They ride up, and just when you start looking at them going, what did they do to the horses? They cut away, and you never see them again. You don't get a chance to feel bad for the horses unless you're really right. trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, uh, they, uh, her, Stella, and uh, the curly-haired guy, the last you know, American hero, Marjo, Marjo, Acton, Acton. They they're in uh, hot pursuit. They're being uh, uh, sought after by the, I guess, the intergalactic police. That's without intergalactic police. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, and they actually they get caught, but after a lengthy uh, shootout in space, they're not very now, can good. I, can I can I focus on that for a minute? Uh, sure. First of all, when we find them, they're very happy-go-lucky uh, space thieves. Yes. And, and they're, they're flying what appears to be the Millennium Falcon, but on its side. <laughs> and for smugglers, they seem to be very nonchalant about it, jettisoning, jettisoning the, a huge portion of their ship to escape the uh, sun they almost get sucked into. Right. That so true. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. I thought that was a little un- unusual. 
I mean, they're stargazing. They say, oh, look at those stars. That's cool. Then they get caught. Then they get caught. After saving then, the guy uh, with the... Acton is like, yeah, it's all right. We'll get out of this. I, I also find it very uh, amusing that he's, his name rhymes with acting or sounds like acting. I'm sure that was no accident. Because they're not saying... They don't call him Acton. They call him Acton. Acton? Yeah. Well, that's the way it sounds in the dubbing. So oh. whenever he comes in, they're like, Acton! He's like, no, he's not. <laughs> Worked on that one all night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... They hey, go through this whole lengthy. They go. I know. They go through this whole lengthy escape process just to be recaptured by the people that captured them the first time to say, "The emperor wants us on a mission." Right. Literally, now, now, like five minutes later. That, well, let's be fair. Before the emperor puts them on a mission, uh, they, they what is it? What is the act character's name again? The the uh, Stella Star. Sorry. Yeah, Stella. Yes. Stella uh, they, Star. They, they, they punish Stella by putting her in, I guess, like a, a uranium-type mine and force her to wear a Vampirella outfit while they put giant marbles down a hole. Yeah. I, and I, then I, what, what was one of her lines? She said, I can't work in these conditions. And I'm like, you should wear more fucking clothes. I, I, I don't think it's OSHA safe in, 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 in any kind of mine where you're mining uh, explosive materials. Right. So, and so of course... She instigates an escape plan. Oh, that's right. Which she said, my skin is going to burn off. <laughs> it looks like it, too. Yeah. She, yeah. she, insti she uh, institute uh, one of the guys, one of the uh, guards tries to uh, beat her up. And so, of course, uh, she uh, initiates an escape plan that and ends up killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. The she entire place easy. explodes, kills everybody except for her. That's right. Even the people that she was talking about escaping with yeah and, and again when you talk about things that can't happen is that kind of time displacement where during the escape she kind of slips out uh, slips under a side wall i don't know what you know how loose the restrictions are in these prisons she ducks under a wall then 10 seconds later somebody shoots the reactor and the whole place goes up and then we cut to her running through a cornfield <laughs> so she's she's quick on her feet yeah she's pretty good how yeah. we doing chris Pretty good. You know what? Say what you will, but I really want to watch that movie now. <laughs> you didn't watch the film before we came, did the show? It's, that movie is kind of like exercise. If you do it alone, you just lose interest in 10 minutes. And you got to do it drunk. You're thinking of pornography, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, I could focus on pornography. No now, I don't know if you know this, Chris, but this film has been released on Blu-ray. So they've no, actually You got it? They've actually remastered this in like 1080p high definition, if you can believe that. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> and I'm almost tempted to consider it just because I'm I think I'm more fascinated because this film actually looks better. I would dare to say it looks better than from when it was released theatrically. I would almost guarantee it. Well, what? did they change it like Lucas in his Star no. Wars movies? Or? No, they didn't change it at all. They just cleaned <laughs> it up. Yeah, they just released Star Wars in the box. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually watched the YouTube, uh, the whole film on YouTube, and they actually have the, uh, the VHS rip of it where there are frames that have so much dirt on them. It, <laughs> it, it, it's holy... F There's that scene where they're walking through... 
the desert and it's a long a long panned out shot so you know that uh was just a okay we're doing it once (laughs) and they're just walking across and there is so much everything popped up on the screen from hair to dirt to spit it was just all there and it's totally cleaned up it's gone it's totally restored now now the emperor chooses them to go on just to get the ball rolling again uh the Emperor chooses them to find the third missing spaceship. There's there's an opening scene that kind of gives you a setup where those red balls of death that Chris mentioned attack a ship and three escape pods go out. And the Emperor says, uh, find the third ship and keep an eye out for my only son who was on that ship. Wink, wink. Yeah, that's not going to Anybody who's guessing that's Hasselhoff, you're a good guesser. Yeah. It's the only other name of the film, and he's not in the first half hour, so, you know, do the math. From that point, it just it just becomes a lot of flying and a lot of uh, bad laser fights. Yeah, and like I was saying before, there's just a lot of continuity errors. They're left and right. I mean, well, everything yeah. from uh, Acton just all of a sudden Acton. revealing, I-, I can see the future. It's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Why didn't this happen earlier? You should have told well, us this. Well, because then you'd want to change the future. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. Well, my favorite, my favorite part. He uh, he tells her that because uh, the um, what's what, Thor, Thor, the yeah, the green Thor. the green guy, the green uh, intergalactic space uh, police person that has to escort them on their mission, double crosses crosses them at one point and uh, supposedly kills Acton, but Acton rises. Uh, spoiler alert uh, for anybody out there concerned. Right and. And then Acton, because he, he can't get the ship going, so they save uh, Stella Star, who's become an ice cube out in the, the frigid tundra. And long story short, they get in an argument or a discussion afterwards, and she says, oh, you can re-see the future. Why didn't you tell me that? I said, well, then you tried to change it. So how come we couldn't start the ship? Well, because I took this one piece out of the console that w- it wouldn't run with. It's like, so you changed the future, didn't you? Or how about this? Let's make it well, even more simple. Hang on, hang simple. on. I want to right. underline this point. Okay. Because, because it's not just kind of random. He's, he, she figures out that he can see the future because he knew Thor was going to betray them. And because he knew Thor was going to betray them, he disabled the ship. And then when she asked, why didn't you tell me? He says, well, you tried to change the future, and that's against the law, and I can't have that. But you just did <laughs> i was actually going to take it one step back and say shouldn't he have seen thor coming when shouldn't they were out there been... no no when thor just sneaks up behind him and fucking whacks him in the head oh, shouldn't he have known well, I... that was going to happen yeah but that, he knew it wouldn't kill him so i guess he didn't care oh really <laughs> i'm guessing i mean i don't but... think so I well, yeah. Again, the whole idea. If he's all worried about not, cha- you know, changing the future, than actually does that he could have just fucking stepped, you know, five five feet to the side, right? And then fucking whacked Thor in the head, and then just left him out in the fucking snow and flew off. Hey, look oh, what happened. Speaking of Star Wars ripoffs, uh, oh Hoth. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only Hoth when they're at the frozen planet, but while they're at the frozen planet, they come across the charred remains uh, from a previous crew. And the one shot, all I can think of is, is uh, Luke's aunt and uncle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's you making noise? That 
Not me. That's Chris. Stop it, Chris. Not me. Chris is just checking up on us, making sure we're getting it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> we missed anything so far, Chris? I think so. I'm not sure. All right. Now. Oh, I'm going to stop you. Because in between Amazon Land and Hawthville, there was the, speaking of Ray Harryhausen ripoffs, the giant, oh. what do they call it? Did she call it a Gorgon? What did they call it when they called it? I think she that? called it a Golem. No, that was he, he called the golem the two little guys, uh, mechanical guys with the sword. Oh, he, you're right. You're right. Later. I, I forget what she calls them, but, or, or she, call, she calls her. They have their own female, giant female robot, a la yeah. uh, Jason and the Argonauts. With nips and, it and has, everything. What? With nips and everything. It has boobs with nipples. <laughs> I, that distracted me for the entire scene. I just, they, they took the time to put nipples on it. Well, the biggest problem with that, I mean, that the stop-motion animation is so bad. I yeah. mean, it is literally one leg out, snap a picture. One leg down, snap a picture. Other leg out, snap... And then it just animated it. That's all it is. It's just this horrible marching motion uh, that this robot has. And... Well, there's you, you have to see it to believe it. The one arm doesn't even move. Yeah, that has a sword in it, so it just kind of swings a bit to the right. Oh, here's the Amazon scene where they're coming up on the horses. <laughs> Those poor horses. Uh, the one woman is like, I, I want my revenge. Kill them. And then she does this half-crooked smile. It's so forced. <laughs> and, and, oh, and that's that's when they shoot the uh, Texan, Texan-accented robot. Yeah. But it gets up again. This is the robot that can survive laser blasts that incinerate human beings, yet he's taken out by a couple of cavemen with garden hose. <laughs> uh, yeah, that up, that ups, and he fucking goes rock 'em sock 'em uh, robots with his head there when he gets hit. <laughs> right, but then he pops up again later. I, I, did they explain yeah, yeah, how yeah, he survived? Yeah, yeah. yeah he just they, came up out of nowhere. No, no, no. They said that, uh, and the horses are pink, not green. I'm looking at it uh, now. I, 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 I forgot apologize. myself. The copy that uh, that you had might have been so bad. <laughs> no, I, I will I will put that down the faulty memory, sir. Okay. Uh, no, he actually comes out goes out of his way to say, "Oh, they uh, they put me back together very carefully and with all new parts. I feel like a new robot." <laughs> See, cause I'll I'll admit you I, do, I, do I started <laughs> I started fading in and out a bit at the very end. <laughs> I'll admit it. Because by the time the robot shops shows up again, they're they're having the space fight, and literally it's like ten minutes of just pulling toys across the uh, the space background. Right. <laughs> it's like they got this. They got the string set up so you couldn't see them. They got the ships lined up, so we're fucking filming this over and over again. Because if there's one thing Roger Corman is good at, is padding. Oh my God! There's some of the, uh, the the space fights, the same shots are used five and six times. Well, now be fair; they did that in Battlestar Galactica too. So, yeah, but it looks especially bad in this because the overall product is bad. Now, now going back to the whole speaking of Battlestar Galactica, going back to the ripping off Star Wars thing, I think there's a lot of rip off of Barbarella in here too. Yes, there is. Oh, you're very right. Uh, right down to the uh, shower curtain spacesuit she wears. Yeah. 
that's right out of and then you know again wearing the bar the the vampirella costume and every time she shows up somewhere she's all of a sudden she's in a leather bikini is she's that really proper attire meaning the emperor i'm just they actually uh they actually said that they wanted to put her in skimpier outfits but they and get this they were afraid that it would not get any television uh play <laughs> I, I could see that as being irrational because they they get her down close as you can for uh, a guy. Now I, I'll admit I don't re- I never remembered seeing this film as a kid, but then wa- rewatching it or watching it for the show, when I got to the part where they lay down in the snow and the robot holds your hand to keep her heart rate low, right? And then when Acton is playing with uh, the little light beams in the ship while that's happening, I had flashbacks like, oh wait, I've seen this before. So this is like a Megaforce thing. This is something where I, I'm pretty sure I watched this a couple times as a kid, but I forgot about it. Which I actually, I, um, my first experience with this film was because of Chris. I had not seen this as a kid at all. You bastard. So, uh, because especially Chris, I mean, I was only there for a couple of occasions where we watched this wasted. Uh, Chris <laughs> watched it a few more times than me with other people. Tell us about that, Chris. That is correct. (laughs) Tell us about that, Chris. I was drunk. I don't remember. (laughs) I actually had to remind him of a story. One of the times, the uh, the one of the times that I I I saw this film, it was uh, I had everybody at my house. We were all at the house for the, the Mike Tyson Holyfield fight because we had an illegal black box so that we can catch all the pay-per-view channels and all the porno channels and all that stuff. So everyone was over the house. It was just nobody was there. It was it was I had the whole house to myself, so I invited everybody over and we had a you know a bit a party. Well, anyway, one of our friends, he uh, one of the the girls that he was interested in, told him something he didn't like. He got totally wasted because of Chris, to help him ease the pain. Then Chris comes and gets me, and we get wasted, and we end up at Chris's house at 2, 3 in the morning watching this movie. And let me tell you something. Watching this film, however you want to get wasted, is amazing. It is the funniest, best film you'll ever see if you're if you're wasted doing it. It's, it's just long. one of those movies. It's only 90 minutes, but it feels like it's four it's hours when you're when drunk. You oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, that couldn't be more true. Well, you know, uh, it, at the end where, where, the, where the emperor comes out and says, now stop the flow of time. <laughs> that, they, that power is extended to the film itself. Because well, yeah. literally, once that scene hits, you're like, okay, I'm ready for this movie to end. And it just, as time slows down... And then the next 15 minutes is just pure agony. <laughs> I don't understand why... And, and this is, again, this is another this is another thing in the film where it's like, well, why didn't he just do this before? Why didn't he just go to this count guy, stop the flow of time, and just kill him? There you go, done. Well, because it wasn't very good. Because remember, it's like, we only have 30 seconds until the whole planet explodes. Don't worry. 48. <laughs> We we're gonna we now have three minutes to get out of here. <laughs> and oh, Hasselhoff good. is is like, well, first of all, Stella Stars like like you said, we have forty eight seconds before the planet blows up, and Hasselhoff is, 
48 seconds. I'm almost positive it was 30 seconds. I am telling you it was 48 seconds. Okay. I can fast forward to the part if you want to hear it. Go right ahead. No, you, that's fine. I'll, I'll, you, you can win this one. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to push uh, it out? Scott says I win, so I'm not going to pursue it because I know I'm there right. There you go. <laughs> wow. I, I can check it on my end while you're talking anyway. Go, go ahead. ahead. Look, well, anyway, think? and Hasselhoff basically says, it's like, yeah, she's right, Dad. <laughs> the place is going to blow up, Dad. <laughs> and then Christopher Plummer says, son, do you but, think I'm the emperor of the universe and I do not have some powers? <laughs> right. Stop so he, the he, flow of time. So he changes it from 30 seconds to three minutes before the entire uh, planet explodes, whatever. And... <laughs> Meanwhile, the eleva- elevator ride alone is like two and a half minutes. So I don't know how they get off the planet in three. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. You're just saying. Yep. Yep. You get to that part yet? I'm working on it. Keep talking. You're working on it. <laughs> uh, I think it's at the 70 minute mark. I know where actually. it is, sir. <laughs> oh. So uh, the the director, yes, he uh, I think he was quoted as saying he wanted this film to be Hercules meets Star Wars in space, and it's funny he says that because he actually directed uh, one of the Hercules films, so he he was already used to directing this style, or this mm-hmm. style is definitely um, something you're used to seeing if you had seen any of his uh, earlier work, especially that Hercules film. So, uh, he succeeded in doing that. uh, And he didn't really have an illustrious career at all. He, uh, as a matter of fact, he he did some writing for some things, but usually when even someone who directs something like this, they might have something to their credit where you would say, oh, okay, they did that, all right, uh, I see, uh, you know, okay, he's had, every dog has his day. No, he did nothing. He did nothing. Yeah, he did uh, Hercules in 1983 with Lou Ferrigno. He did uh, Contamination in 1980. And then Star Crash in 78 before that. Don't forget and Sinbad of the Seven Seas in 1989. Also with, uh, but he was uncredited for that. Right. So, so that, that's even scarier. Did they bring him in to fix shit? <laughs> maybe know? he just didn't want his... Maybe it was so bad he didn't want his name... Never mind. Uh, and that also starred Lou Ferrigno. So he, he, he he's worked with Lou Ferrigno a lot, actually. Of course it did. I a think film called the, Vampires the, in Venice. God. I, I think the shining role of this film is Spinelli. I Wait think he steals the movie. Spinell, Spinell, sorry. Spinell. Uh, names are all alike to me. I don't know. I overlooked this. They said what? he directed Godzilla in 1977 with Raymond Burr. Okay. I'm just surprised that he did. Why? Is that a good movie? I mean, it's 6.8 on IMDb, but it's only from 62 users. Yeah, but is it a good movie? I'm sure it's not. No. But I'm just surprised he was given Godzilla. With Raymond Burr. Yes. With Raymond Burr. 
Yes, of course he was. How do you think he got Raymond Burr? Uh, was it, wasn't Raymond, Raymond Burr? Was wasn't wasn't he in the eighty-five one too? I got Raymond Burr. What are you talking about? Raymond Burr's not a hard get. <laughs> now, I mean, are we now this 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 abysmal space odyssey? Uh, are we missing anything between um, between uh, Amazons? And I, I just love it. The movie takes a nice turn once the Amazons appear. That's just like the high point of the film, really, because you're like, oh, good. And then it goes. <laughs> and then the next time they go to a planet, there's cavemen with big heads. So, uh, or troglodytes, as Acton calls them. Uh, are we missing anything? I don't Nathan think so. On Hoth? Uh, no, I, really, I think we, we covered everything. It, it all kind of blends together. Uh, it, 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 it just becomes uh, pure tedium after that point, I guess you could yeah. say. Uh, and I love the part where Acton is on the ship uh, playing with his little white friends in his hand. Right, yeah. And because I love the idea that, and this is a guy who, who again, he, he was evangelical. He had this charisma and power. He's like, I'm going to use this in, in film. And so in some ways he considers himself acting in, in cinema, I'm sure he didn't think this was a good film when he was on it, but I love the idea of, of Corman telling, like the actor or the director at this point. Sorry, uh, since Corman produced, uh, telling him, uh, "Okay, move your hands, and we're going to put in these things later." And just in his imagination, what they're going to put in, and then when he watches the film, they go, oh, "So they scratched the film. What was that? <laughs> what am I looking at here?" I, I, I just, I just like to think of the, the expectation of the actor when they're doing something and special effects are supposed to be filled in later and then when they watch the film they're not special they're just effects are you sure corman produced this or did he just buy the rights to it and release oh, it? roger corman's name was on it maybe he did but, but, but i could have sworn he produced it because you know, i'm looking at it produced by nat washberger and patrick washberger i could have sworn. i, I think i think he up. bought the rights to it and he just mass produced it and released oh it. that's then that's a mistake on my part I could have sworn because it was coming up. I mean, I—that's my bad. Then I could have sworn it was a Corman film. Yeah, no, he he bought it. Fucker. He bought the rights to it. Sorry, dude. I I, I it just it. No, in that's my, head, my bad. Only because as I was doing homework for your movie challenge, I kind of was clicking on a lot of different names, and I didn't see Corman, so I went to the wiki and uh, confirmed that he just bought the rights to it. Well, so let me go back could, to the... Uh, he could release it. I guess I have to go back and change the Amazon store now to get rid of all that Roger Corman shit. Well, why not? I mean, he did. he's one of the main reasons why it was released. I mean, he's he's one of the biggest reasons why the film had any kind of notoriety. So I, I he's, you know a major, he's a major player. You're right, Joey. We can still blame him. I agree. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I he's known for producing some of the worst shit ever put on celluloid. So why not get give him a little credit for this? Okay, I I, I agree. He deserves partial credit. Okay. There you go. I was right. so busy doing my homework on on uh, on Marjo that I, I I lapsed on the Corman part. Now, what do you want to do first? Do you want to rate this on IMDb, or do you want me to give you your movie challenge? Well, do we miss anything? Is everything covered? Chris, do we forget anything? Is there anything special you want to bring up about this film, a favorite part, a, an aspect you'd like to criticize or praise? Yeah, you guys didn't talk about how he died. Oh, Who, Acton? Acton? Yeah. Yeah, he got a fucking cut on his arm. 
<laughs> Ow! Yeah, that's basically what happens. He gets hit in the arm with a with a knife, and he goes, "Ow!" Falls to the ground and says, "I'm dead. I'll just go ahead. I'll I'll live forever." And then he fades away. <laughs> well, but even that scene, the padding, it's got it's got the classic Corman padding in it, even though it's not a Corman film. Where is it? Oh, you guys go. Says, "What about you? I die here. Go without me." <laughs> says, "No, come on, we can get out." No, I'm gonna stay. We can I'll carry you. Carry you. <laughs> No, I'm dying. This is where I die. No, no, the ship's right here. Come on. Uh, guys, this is this is the death thing. I'm going to do it. Don't worry about me. Are you sure forever. we can't take it? It's, it's it just goes back and forth. <laughs> right. It's like, really? It's fuck. It's okay, motherfucker. Son of a bitch. Just let and me then fucking when he die. Dies, he, he, he dies like like uh, like turning off a TV set. Just, ooh. <laughs> he just... And he doesn't come back anywhere in the film, so he's fucking dead. That must have been a pretty powerful cut. Yeah. He probably insisted upon it because of his uh, belief in God. <laughs> well, what, that he died by, by dematerializing after fighting giant robots? It's, uh, it's just the fact that he died. Everyone dies. I, he probably wanted to throw in something about the eyes of God, and he's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's like, well, don't, listen, well, this don't movie's bad you. enough. We're not doing it. Uh, let's be fair here. He exposed evangelicism, uh, the evangelicals as frauds. So this isn't exactly somebody who was sold on it. I actually like that part where uh, before uh, oh, fucking Stella Star. So for some reason, that <laughs> name will not stick in my brain. Uh, when Stella Star is freezing to death before she does, though, uh, yeah. when, when uh, fucking Texan robots taking her hand, he says. You may want to use that, uh, th- was that the antiquated prayer? Oh, he, yeah, the biblical, uh, no, he didn't, um, ancient. Not antiquated, ancient. Your, your ancient <laughs> prayer. You may want to use your ancient prayer now. <laughs> I don't even think it was ancient. I thought it was something else. It was something like antiquated. The scene just happened. I can rewind it a little bit if you I, want. I got it. I, I got it in front of me. I'll take care of it, sir. Okay. I should have wrote, wrote it down while I was watching. <laughs> yes, you should have. <laughs> and what? And uh, what's the robot's name again? That was uh, L. 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 Why yeah. does he have a? Why is he named after uh, a fashion magazine? I don't think that maz- magazine existed when this. I'm not even. Made. I'm not even going to begin looking that up. But I, I, I don't know how you do. You, do you follow and fashion it, magazines? It, it's uh, oh. it's it's spelled the same way too. I know. That's why I'm asking. I want to. I want to hold you on that, Joey. What is your depth of knowledge? What is your depth of knowledge, Joey, on women's uh, fashion magazines? Zero. Okay, so why would you suddenly just assume that in 1978 the magazine wasn't around? Uh, I'm just curious. It's a good guess. <laughs> it's a it's a guess. I'll give you that. Which I'm is looking it all, up. All I'm really getting at is that it's a guess. I don't know what you base that guess on. <laughs> Let's see. L Magazine. <laughs> and the show. Uh, it was founded in France in 1945, and the 1960s <laughs> was considered not so much reflect fashion as decree it. Uh, okay, so, never mind. So, so that, that just be- proves I know shit about women's fashion. Well, I knew that to begin with, Joe. That's why I was shocked when you made such an astounding... Just It wasn't uh, even around. It was around back then. So, really? <laughs> I thought that was one of those newer fandangled magazines. 
hey, at least I got the 48 second right. Next episode, we'll be talking about Loka evening gowns and their, right. and, their, uh, and why they're so hard to get off. <laughs> Did you get I, to, the, to, to the flow of time yet? I'm not going to the flow of time. It was 48 seconds. Shut up. Thank you. You weren't going to say it. That's right. <laughs> That's okay. I, I think the Just because every it. other movie uses 30 seconds as their countdown doesn't mean that the brilliant minds behind this they were going to as well. <laughs> round up, round down. You're a rounder. Why do they count it? Why is his name L, though? It's actually spelled different from the magazine. The magazine is two L's. So is his name, two L's. I thought it was one L, E-L-E. You, you weren't even right about that. Oh, shit, you're <laughs> right. It is It is E-L-L-E. <laughs> See, this is why we only watch this movie drunk. Oh, hang on, here it is. I just, oh, you got it. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm listening right now. <laughs> this oh. makes great radio. You're the best friend I ever had. And it's not because you're shaped like a dildo. <laughs> Think that's like act, a cross between Acton's Robbie real the hair. robot. What? You think that's Acton's real hair? Hang on. No, you're right. Ancient system of prayer is the system part. I, I got caught up on. Fine. Ancient system see? of prayer. Yes, see, that is. I'm Acton's two for real three. Hair. I'm two for three. You're you're two for three. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but who's counting? But that L was a major snafu. I don't know. If we actually count as two. It's not that major. It's a fucking magazine. How how many years were you off by? Uh, forty five. So, <laughs> or the magazine came out in forty five. Thirty two years, thirty three years, thirty three years. Chris knew when L was founded, didn't you? No, twenty three years. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, it's 33 years. 33 years. Chris knew when what? the magazine came out. Yeah, he collects it. I know that. I've All right, it. I got to play the audio for this part just because it's so bad. My circuits are failing. We've been hit by an energy beam. <laughs> I'm Google for the <laughs> I am out of control. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> just imagine watching that drunk. Ah, uh, fucking greatest comedy ever written. Chris doesn't have to imagine that. There's a, there's a lot of uh, non OSHA regulation sets in this thing too. There are no railings anywhere. Uh, the, Acton, when he's attacked by Thor, he almost gets crushed by that door. Uh, that bed that slides into that little. Uh, oh yeah, his, uh, whole, his head is in there. <laughs> right, that's and that's when Acton Acton has the most undefined powers in the entire film. Yeah, he's got everything from. I mean, he a, a slam to the back of the head, pretty much. Thor killed thinks him. he killed him, but 
uh, a laser gun just he's Bounces fine. right off him, right? Yep. And, oh, and that's the best line of the film. What's that? Actually, I'm playing it right on my end right now. Hang on a second. When he's shooting the laser beams at him. Oh, it will be your demise or something like that. Uh, and you talked right over it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now I got to get that again. And you can't fast forward easily on this. Stop! Why would you fast forward? You Put down the gun. Riding. No one can survive these deadly rays. <laughs> Those deadly rays will be your death. That's it right there. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, rate this on IMDb. But these deadly rays will be your death, sir. They will. I I'm making not. like a. Tum I'm a tumbler. We have a tumbler, everybody. Yes, we have a tumbler. <laughs> Uh, we'll have a link somewhere for it, but yeah, Tumblr, we, we've got one. How was the the logo I sent you? Good enough? Yes, perfect. And I think I'm going to be doing some Star Crash ones right away. Cool. These death ray, uh, these deadly rays will be, be your death. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, so it's uh, a three point seven on IMDb, based on unacceptable. You're oh, what? You're not you're not saying higher, are you? I'm just saying uh, I I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, hang on, Chris. Chris. Yeah. You still there? Yeah. Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> out of out of ten stars, what would you rate Star Crash? Four. Now Why drunk. Four? What? What if How you're drunk? What? Oh, then ten. <laughs> yeah, it's the greatest film when you're wasted. It is so good, but watching it sober, it is just fucking atrocious. Um, so uh, I'd go a solid. I'd go a solid three. I, I can't argue with that. I think three stars, one for each of the major stars in this film. Okay, Chris. Any reason why uh, we should give it a four? Um, time stop. <laughs> that is not an acceptable reason. It's not to give good it enough. A, no, yeah, you have to do better than that, Chris. Come on, it comes right out of the blue. It's perfect. It's it's like the perfect scene. All right, listen. I'll give you, I'll give you one star for entertainment value, drunk or otherwise. I'll give you another star for scantily clad model. We're at five now. What? We're at five now. No, I'm starting out with zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'll give you one star because it's got Michael, uh, got David Hasselhoff in it. Well, if you're going to give him that and not, <clears throat> not give Christopher Plummer one, that's bullshit. Christopher Plummer didn't do act as much in this. David Hasselhoff was uh, jumping around with uh, laser beams and stuff. Oh, no, Anna Hathaway was in that movie for, what, 10 minutes, and she got an Oscar. Yeah, but she got <laughs> she got raped in it during those 10 minutes. And saying while stopped she... time. What? He stopped time for three minutes. Well, he didn't stop time. The ship stopped time. He just told Was she really raped? Time. What? Was she, she was really an raped? Un uh, unwilling prostitute. I'm going to call it rape. She took the money. Uh, you know, she didn't look like... <laughs> I, I don't know. Just because... It she was wasn't enjoying it, no. But no, she didn't exactly. put up a fight. She, she didn't knew what she was getting into. She, she, she didn't want to be there. I think that counts indirectly. <laughs> okay. Can, 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 we, can we agree to call it an unpleasant screwing? Of course. All right, then... <laughs> That's enough. Uh, when you're having sex and you're singing about being dead already, that that's yeah. 
Well, that counts. She just she what? didn't expect her life to go the way it did. Who does? <laughs> it was be, it was because of her all the women she worked with because women suck. God damn it! You guys are pricks. What? Well, this lasted so long. My girlfriend caught me doing this. She's gonna <laughs> laugh at me. <laughs> Is she watching? Would you shut up? And she's your fiance. Dude, you get married? <laughs> you didn't know that? You're invited. I got I I got something in the mail. I thought I, I just assumed it was like Chris joking. Should we tell him now that he's in the wedding party? You knew that, <laughs> didn't you know that? I, I, I kind of assumed based you know because of who I am, but Alright, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apparently I'm not performing the wedding and not performing the ceremony, right? Wouldn't that be great if you did though? Oh yeah, yeah, that's why I think I should be. I was, I was, no, I was. A priest that paid like twenty five dollars for the right to be a priest. I was thinking about getting Scott to pour water oh, on uh, Sebastian's what, head. Hold on, what did he just say? <laughs> what did you say, Chris? I said we're getting a priest that paid more than twenty five dollars to be called a priest. See, you're, now you're hiring an idiot. I got mine for free. Oh, for free? Yeah, I, I didn't have to pay anything to become a, uh, an ordained minister. So you're you're dealing with a, an idiot. So I, I would switch over to a smarter a, a smarter minister. How are you? How is he an idiot? I'm going to pay five hundred dollars just to do it. He didn't even shop around for a cheaper price on becoming ordained. I, I call that oh, foolish. Seven hundred dollars just to do it. He he, he charged so you seven hundred. He's charging you seven hundred. Yeah, who's the oh, idiot? No, he's smart. Now, now who's the idiot? Right, yeah, now. who's the idiot? <laughs> I'll charge you. I'll charge you six hundred, sir. <laughs> and I'll I'll bring my own pitchfork. How about that? No, I'm. It's called a trident, technically. But that's funny. All right, your movie challenge. Hang on, we didn't rate it. Three stars. Yeah, go three. Three stars. There, done. Okay. Can I guess my movie challenge? Sure. Right off the bat, I want to make a guess. Okay. Because it's 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 a hopeful guess. I'm hoping you you challenging me this. Then it's not going to be it. It's it's. Are you challenging me another space film? No. Damn it. Okay. I was hoping for space pirates. <sighs> you know, or ice pirates. It's called ice pirates, right? Ice pirates. Ice pirates. Um, I was hoping for ice pirates. I still have notes on that. Because I watched it you know, a couple of years ago, and I took extensive notes for it. Uh, no, Ice Pirates. I, 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 you know, I didn't even think of Ice Pirates when I thought of this. I enjoyed Ice Pirates. <laughs> First of all, Ice Pirates was a good movie. So, <laughs> yeah, right. This was not. Come on. <laughs> uh, it's a lot more fun oh, than this dude. movie. It's more competent than this. Yes, there's more of a storyline. It flows. The time travel thing is, is done to better effect. Sure. Now. I, I was I was thinking of films everything from uh, the Holy Mountain, just because you know anytime I ever saw this movie I was wasted, and to watch the film the Holy Mountain you you feel wasted uh, watching that that is just an acid trip type movie. Uh, paid, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Don Dalorski. Or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh, my my mind is going on because because all I can think is Pedro Almodovar, Almodovar, but that's not him. Almodovar. I was hoping that he was connected in this, or somebody was the in the Holy El Mountain. Topo. The guy that made El Topo. Yeah. Holy Mountain. Yeah. Same guy. Uh, oh yeah. The year I was born. 
Uh, oh, yeah, Al Alejandro Jodorowsky. 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 Yes. So I was thinking about that, then I was like, nah, I don't feel like watching that. It's a long movie, too. It's just mm -hmm. two acid trip type films in a row. Just I wasn't in the mood for it. Uh, then I was thinking, I was thinking Maniac. Uh, didn't go for that. What I ended up doing though, there's a, a scene in the film which we've already talked about, and it just made me think of another film, and it's the scene where L gets killed. Okay. Can you guess what movie? Judging by who killed him. Uh, the giant robots killing him? I should be getting no, no, from no, that? No, 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 no. When L gets killed? Yes, the robot. Oh. All right, well, it, you, you can't be challenging me to, to Ringo Starr's Caveman. <laughs> wow, you're good. Really? You're challenging yeah. me to Caveman with Ringo Starr? I'm, I am challenging you to Caveman with Ringo Starr. I didn't think it was that bad of a film. I will gladly watch that again, sir. I I know we, we, we want to try and, and, and review bad films every single week, but every once in a while, even though Caveman, believe me, we'll find enough. It's a bad movie, but it's a fun bad movie. I just feel like uh, watching a fun bad movie. All right, fair enough. Caveman so it go. is. I'll, I'll post Ringo it on stars the blog. Caveman. I'll, I'll post it on the blog tomorrow as our next upcoming film to review. Sweet. Very nice. Right. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, it sounds really bad. It sounds a lot worse than Star Crash. You've seen Caveman, haven't you? No. You had to have seen... If you had HBO at all as a kid, you saw this movie. Ringo Starr and Dennis Quaid and Shelley Long. No, I had a Caveman and I was watching all the nudie movies. Dude, Atuka Lunda Lana. <laughs> Atuka Lunda Lana. Well, but also, when, yeah, <laughs> what made me think of it, too, when the one of the times I was over Scott's house, um, he had these chocolate covered cherries and the outer shell was red. And it looked exactly like those berries that a toque puts in uh, like this mango type thing <laughs> so that uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the football player guy gets knocked out so he can try and have sex with uh, Landa. Lana. I took a uh, okay, I remember this stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the other Chris, Chris Wolner, uh, just posted uh, Shelley Long's best film. Oh, the, the well, money pit. I would go the money pit, unless he's just being sarcastic. <laughs> I don't know. I think I agree with him. No, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No. What else? What else? Is she, I like it when her father gets caught in the mud. <laughs> 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 or the besides, uh, be, and also, I, I think it's also a good not only because of the cavemen, because of the Harryhausen uh, stop motion. There's a lot there of that. You, in that uh, you know what? And and that's also what I was thinking because I was thinking Harryhausen. I was thinking should I do Clash of the Titans? But I was like, I don't feel like watching Clash of the Titans. I don't think it's a bad film either. Um, no, you're oh, right. I did. On, I did really? think. I I did think. I thought it was better than the remake. Well, no shit, but there's still plenty to make fun of in, in the original Clash of the Titans, sir. Come on. There is, but I hold that one close uh, to my heart because it is... I remember I remember uh, seeing the commercial on HBO saying, this Saturday at 8 a.m., Clash of the Titans. It was 
they were premiering it at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. They were doing a morning and night thing. That's and okay. I remember, I remember waking up extra early, like earlier than I ever did on a Saturday, just so I could watch it. So that's how much I, you know, hold that film dear to my heart. Yeah. I don't care if you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Release the Kraken. Come um, on, man. This shit we, fucking cool. Th I, think of think of being, you know, like a six, seven year old kid and seeing that. That that movie's fucking amazing. I don't have to, I was. I was also a young child and liked Beastmaster. Doesn't make them good films. Yeah, Beastmaster. You know, and, and, and with all the people that still hold hold up like like a torch for Star Wars, not a good movie. No. Okay? I, I, I mean, st so many films, just because they did well and grabbed the, the America's attention and grabbed and like became like part of the zeitgeist of a of a, of a generation or a decade, we, we, we become blind to the fact that they're not good films. They might be entertaining because they they do certain things and they're fun and they're uh, you know it, it's it's a, you know you enjoy it. It's a pastime, but they're not art. They're not works good works of art. They're not good films. Clash of the Titans. Everyone yeah, loves that movie. Not a good film. Star Wars. Not a good film. Yeah, they don't live on, let's put it that way. Even if they do. I mean, even if they doesn't make it a good Jurassic Park, it's still a fucking shitty film. I don't care that they're releasing it in 3D now, and it'll probably yeah. make an ass load of money. Still not a good movie. Nothing Crichton did turned out to be a good movie. I, I still like Jurassic Park. You can like it. Yeah. <laughs> As our motto is, one of our, one of our many mottos is, you can like it, doesn't make it a good film. Well, you didn't like Runaway? I liked it. I like Runaway. <laughs> Not a good movie. It's really bad. It's fucking <laughs> spider things. Like Beastmaster, I remember loving that growing up as a kid, too. Especially the vampire the vampire things where they would grab oh. you and go... That was the part that creeped me out as a kid. Because they, they, would, they would wrap their like uh, fleshy, like, veined, webbed wing. arms yeah. around the guys. Like, you're right, they go... <laughs> and then... They, and then Bones and green slime would drop out of the bottom, and that's like the most vivid portrayal of death you could have. That was more of a vivid portrayal of death than like the, the severed heads at the beginning. Yeah, you know, like the heads, like oh, it look at the severed head, but with like the bones and the green slime, that's that guy's bones. <laughs> no, and, oh, you know, John Amos in a loincloth. Come on, <laughs> James. <laughs> You know what the best part of uh, of Spinell as the villain is in uh, yeah. Star Star Crash is the fact when he he uh, finally meets uh, David Hasselhoff and he's like right. ranting to him about how he's going to rule the universe. He's got a beer gut or underneath the costume. Yeah, he's got a bit of a gut there, so it, it's it's like bulking out because there's no way you can put plastic. On. Apparently, the entire universe wears plastic in the future, and there's no Probably. way you can wear plastic like that if you're a bit heavy. It just <laughs> All it does is round out. What about no, his claim uh, to be the, the new emperor of the universe by sunset in space? <laughs> <laughs> well, pick a sun, you know? By sun. Yeah. The sun doesn't fucking set in space. That's why he has that, that giant red cape is to cover up the fact that you really can't pleat leather. <laughs> it's just gonna It's just going to give you a round and get that big silver belt on him and then the cape does... Yeah, just cover yourself whenever possible. <laughs> and I loved his laugh. <laughs> I, I like I like when from when Thor calls him from the ship, and the first thing he says is, "Hmm." 
<laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> they said uh, Christopher Plummer, Acton, uh, Joe Spinell, and David Hasselhoff were the only ones that didn't have their voices dubbed by somebody else. So when Spinell is doing all the uh, I will rule the universe, that's him dubbing it too. Right, and trying to cover his Bronx accent. Yeah. Well, he did, uh, Spinell did uh, speech. Uh, he was a dialogue it? coach. Yeah, dialogue <laughs> coach, thank you. What the fuck? Well, for the Italians, because he knows Italian, so that's... that right, know. okay, that, that must they, be they don't Because the Italians don't speak well, so he, he had to help them out. <laughs> he just got cut in the arm, acting, and he looked at it, and he was like, Oh! <laughs> 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 oh, shit! And Hasselhoff takes his lightsaber and continues fighting. And it's like, well, why don't you do that to begin with, you pussy? I guess this tin sword will be my death. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. You know what we should do? Uh, what should speaking we do? of Clash of the Titans, we should start doing special episodes where we review two films, the original and the remake. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like Clash of the Titans, The Hitcher, uh, Willy Wonka. I mean, just just to show our and whether or not it's a good good original and a bad remake, or a bad original and a good remake, which happens the other way too. Even right. stuff like we could do the original and remake of uh, Walking Tall, for example. Or um, well, we uh, did you know. uh, what about forty episodes ago, thirty forty episodes ago, we did the thing and the remake, the thing. Or the right. prequel. Well, yeah, it was, thing. wasn't a remake. It was it was a shitty-ass prequel. Technically, it was a prequel. It, 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 if they made it like a prequel, then they released it like a remake. I still want to see the movie, uh, the user... Fan the edit. Fan edit. The fan edit uh, called The Things, where they take mm-hmm. both films and they interweave them, and it's a two-and-a-half-hour cut. I, I'm interested uh, in seeing that. I definitely Chris, am. Chris, Chris is recommending the other Chris, Chris Wolner... Uh, is recommending that we do Red Dawn, the original and remake. I wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, I would. I had to sit through both of those again. Okay. You saw the remake? Spider-Man. No. Spider-Man? Well, Spider-Man? You can't really do Spider-Man as original. There's like four remakes. What what are you going to do? The the set in the 1970s film versus Raimi versus the reboot? No, the the 2001 and the 2010 one. No, because that's not the, the original's not even the original. They did it back in the seventies. It's two thousand two and two thousand twelve, and that's not a remake. That's a reboot. <laughs> uh, it is a reboot. It is a reboot. Uh, I, Scott Scott is right on that. Which I actually prefer over the Sam Raimi uh, two thousand and whatever one. Two. 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 I will say that I pre- I prefer the 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 Amazing Spider Man over Spider Man. I still have yet to see it. Now, Superman, um, you, you can't really do that either because they were all sequels, technically. Even the reboot was kind of a sequel, so we couldn't well, do it. What? We can, we can do the... Hold on, Chris. What, what was that, Chris? You can do Punisher and the Fast, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, yes. Punisher, n- no. Well, Dolph Lundgren yes. and... Uh, yeah, oh, you're right. Sure. Yeah, we, we can do that. And, uh, uh, Thomas Jane. Jordan. Yeah, Punisher War Journal is a separate thing entirely. Yeah, we can do Punisher. Death Race 2000 and Death Race. You know, there's there's a long list. The Fog original in the remake. Oh, God. 
Oh yeah, there's one for you. <laughs> that's that's that. That can go either way. At which one's the, the? No, it couldn't. The remake's the worst. Okay. But uh, we could we could do the Christopher oh. Reeve Superman. What was that? Seventy eight and the new one coming out this summer, Man of Steel. Uh, I tie guess, those man two of... together. I don't I even fucking talk about the Brian Singer one. That's true. The fact that they're ignoring the pretending Brian Singer's film never existed, uh, which has got to thrill Brian Singer to no end. Considering that I just heard that he's coming back to do another X-Men film. Oh, good, because I cannot see that one. Okay. <laughs> well, they've always, uh, they've always said that his shining moment after The Usual Suspects was the two X-Men films that he did. Yeah, the, fir- the first one was uh, good, and the second one was... The second one's one only good because Wolverine. Yeah, the, the second one's only good because Wolverine killed people. Yeah, I mean, but as far as, uh, as far as a sequel goes, the second one was definitely above and beyond what you would expect normally. Oh no! As I'm saying, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it, and then the third one was just shit. Well, that was directed by fucking Ratner. That's why. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's an idea that 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 maybe that's the next evolution of movie fantastic for a while. If we get around to it, just every now and then, because it'd be a little tiring doing two films every episode, but every now and then, just just do that kind of review of the original and the remake, because there's so many of them out there now that right. it almost seems like it, it seems hard to, to review some films without reviewing the other film as well. That's very true. But there is no there is no remake of um, of uh, uh, Caveman, so that will be a solo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and... Uh... Let's go ahead and end the show here. We ending the show, uh, Chris. Chris, are we ending the show, yeah. Chris? Sure, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't got all night. Yeah, man, Thanks for coming. At me. Chris, She's, it wouldn't have been, as she should be. Chris, it would not have been a show without you. <laughs> That's right. Really? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Chris, for joining us. You can, uh, you can go to our website, moviesucktastic.com, and download all of our episodes there, or you can watch the live feed, which is going on right now there as well. You go to iTunes, and you can download all of our episodes there and leave us reviews. You can leave us email at themovieguysatmoviesucktastic.com, or you can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. Also, we have an Amazon store up now, like Scott said before. That will be coming to the website in the next day or two. We also have a Tumblr. Uh, also, will be on the website and our Facebook page as well. Facebook.com forward slash moviesucktastic. Anything, Scott? These, though, ha, 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 these death rays will be your death. Deadly rays. I fucked it up, so it's okay. <laughs> but, uh, Battleship. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. You do it. Stop. What? See, now I, I don't even remember now. You <laughs> fucked me up. Battleship, stop the flow of time. That's, that's it. The flow of time. Chris, you got any parting words? And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> wow, how long did you work on that one? <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.